this is Top Quality Faith Ministries podcast, a multicultural global church mandated by God the Father to love and to serve as an instrument of the body of Christ. This is the house where God builds top quality faith in his people. Wherever you are listening from, we pray that you are blessed by today's message. Good morning. Praise God. Look like we got new things going on. They said, t- look at the weather. Weather's different. Amen. God is good. He's worthy to be praised. Um, want to just talk to you this morning. You know, I was sharing some things on last week, um, and I just feel like I didn't get out of it because I heard the Holy Spirit just this morning just saying, listen, listen, listen. Um, so I was trying to go one way. He's telling me to go another. So I'm going to call this uh, part two of a message that's already been going forth and it's called um, Harmony with the Spirit or or Walking in Harmony with the Spirit. And again, as I'm telling you, I could hear the Holy Ghost saying this morning for us to listen. And I don't know about you, but we've been in this place of late. Um, I think everywhere I go, I get a particular question kind of put at me and it's, it's always, when is the church going to open up? When when are we coming back together? And uh, my my directives or instructions to anybody that listens is that the church has never closed. Uh, the church has never closed. Uh, in essence, what has really transpired is that the doors of a building is closed, but we are the church, and hence the church is still open. The church is still working. The church is still moving. But there is something that God is calling for for us to do to hear and to understand. And so this morning, if I could say this because I want to do this, uh, I feel the Spirit is leading me, if you will, to do a second part of what we were talking about to be in harmony with the Spirit. I heard the Lord saying uh, to me again, as he said, listen, he reminded me of something that uh, some years ago I was on an airplane. And if you've ever been on an airplane You know, it's one thing in terms of just getting to that place where you're going to, uh, let's say, get in, get situated, and you're getting ready for takeoff. Well, we sat on what was called the tarmac. We sat on that place for about four to five hours waiting to take off. I didn't know what was going on behind the scenes, but I was very much bothered by just sitting. And one of the things that the Spirit of God was giving to me this day was that as I watched these planes that were all in line, ready to go, but they weren't going anywhere. And eventually, one by one, they got to go. And we were finally in the position. There was nothing in front. And I was just wondering, God, when are we going? Let's go. Let's go. Um, but they couldn't go until they got the word from the control tower. And I want to need to tell you this morning, the Holy Spirit is calling us into a place that we must Be sensitive to the Spirit. We must hear and heed what the Lord is saying. You can't listen to what everybody else is saying because just like the plane, they must hear from the control tower. They have to hear to to know, in essence, what and when is uh, is it safe for them to go. And so we need to to hear this this morning. The Spirit of God is telling us to listen. Anybody been listening to the Lord? And so... In the book of Galatians, chapter 5, uh, said we, we were here before, but I want to go back. Um, and I'm going to start at verse 16. 
And the word of God says, this I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And it goes on to tell us, uh, these are contrary the one to another so that you cannot do the things that you would. In essence, what he's telling us is that the flesh and the spirit are constantly at war one with another. They kind of come to this place that they never meet or they can never agree. One wants one way and one wants another. And so we're called to be, if you will, to walk in this place. What does it mean to walk? It means to, uh, to be in line with the Spirit of God. He's calling us to step with the Spirit. So as the Spirit begins to take his move, we're supposed to take it. And I gave you four different points for those of you that would have on last week, uh, four different points that I shared. And I, I just kind of briefly go over them because my perspective today, I just hear the Holy Ghost saying again that we must listen. Well, what is God calling us to listen to? To be in harmony, as we talked about this before, to be in harmony with the Spirit of God. It's kind of like the young ladies were singing just a moment ago and you just listen to their voices as they mesh together. They came and it was a perfect little sense of harmony, the perfect sense of a symphony, if you will, as they came forth. Could you imagine if one of us would jumped in as they were singing those songs and we've been off key? Boy, I can imagine what it have been like. Ah! You know, so you can imagine what it's like if you can't sing. You ever heard somebody that really can't sing, but they just want to give it their all? Can you imagine what it would have been like this morning if as they were going, they had such pitch and harmony and they flowed together. It just sounded like one. It sounded like music to my ears. But when we're not in, in sync or walking in harmony with the spirit, it's as though we're in this place that he's in one place and we're in another. And I want to tell you, many of us are right now, we're in that place. Unfortunately, we're walking contrary to what the word of the Lord would want. And so he's calling us to, to walk in step or to walk in line with him. So he, he breaks it for us. He says, he lets you know that the flesh and the spirit, they don't agree. So it's like you can imagine if I say it like this, if the spirit of God is telling you to go tell, talk to somebody, the flesh is telling you, no. If the spirit of God is saying, you know, can you imagine what it's like to be in some place like the supermarket and, you know, because like it's OK when you're in church and you can give a word. But the Holy Spirit now he speaks and there's somebody you don't know. But the spirit of God knows. him, And he says, go and share. Can you imagine what that's like? Well, to be in harmony with the spirit is to flow. But the flesh says, no, you don't know that person. The flesh says that doesn't make sense. You know, you, you ever you ever try to rationalize with the spirit? That's where you, you, when you rationalize, it's like your flesh or your soul realm trying to come into a place. And remember, these two are contrary to one another. So they're not going to agree. Now, my mind is always in a place where it's like it's trying to figure out. God gives me something. He told me to listen today. I'm like, is that you? Is that really God or is that just me? It's like, because I want to know, you know, my, I don't know about anybody else, but my thoughts are random. I could just... Be thinking, you know, just driving along and suddenly be thinking about something altogether different. So I know that we're in this place, if you're like me, that sometimes we, we're in all over. And so we're wondering, is it God or is it me? 
Well, when you understand the spirit of God speaking and the flesh speaking, they're two different places. And so he says, these two are at war with one another. So we're going to have to be attentive. So one of the things we talked about, these four points that we made last time, and we want to just kind of throw them at you. Uh, one is talking about his will. You got to always know the will of God, which talks about the attitude, the character, and the decision or the desire of God, okay? And so we're going to get to that place where understanding there's some things that we got to get into that it's not about us, but what does God really want? If God's saying to me today, listen, what does he want me to hear? Now, now let's be real. If you hear the Spirit of God say, listen, if you're talking, you're not listening. And most of us are doing more talking than we are listening. And there's always the sense of you know you're not listening because you're always looking for a rebuttal. You're always looking to say something. You know, it's hard to really talk to people and get to understand, did I really hear them? Sometimes you've got to ask or pose the question, what did I say? So the Lord's saying for us to listen. Well, let me say it like this. I heard him say, listen. But then he began to speak some other things. Now, I could have done my thing, you know, even though he was talking, I could have talked over him. What do you want me to say? What is it you want me to hear? Can you hurry it up with it, Lord? God has his timing. And so ultimately for us to be walk in step or to walk in line with the Holy Ghost, we're called to this place now. We want to be in this place of harmony. And it's like to be in sync or one with. It's kind of flowing like I heard this morning. That song or the singing that I heard from those praisers, it just, it just ministered to my heart. I was in another room, but it just ministered to my heart. Could you imagine what it would have been like if the flesh had been going? Let's call it the flesh and the spirit. Because I can only imagine if it was the flesh and the spirit, man, it would have been some noise. You ever hear that noise? Can I tell you, many of us are making noise and not harmony in the spirit. Because we're not in will. We're not in his will. You can collectively hear it because when we're not in his will... Somebody say his will, because his will is talking about his character or his attitude. And if you're going to follow along, you're going to find in Galatians, he starts to bring out part of his character. We call it the fruit of the spirit. We start to see what God really poses for us, how we're supposed to be. So we get to see the character of God coming forth, his character, and then it poses his attitude. You ever, you ever notice that sometimes your attitude is not in line with the spirit? You ever found that the way you respond, because it's, it's funny because if you watch the word of God, the word literally tells us a soft answer turneth away wrath. Have you ever been in a place where you find yourself or your soul, your flesh ignited like a fire ready to come up on the inside of you because of something somebody said? You think that was the spirit? The wrong spirit, not the spirit of the attitude of Christ. And so we got to look at some things. And so what is the will of God? What does God really want out of me? What is God calling for? What is the desire or the heart of God? Can I tell you like this? There are some things that you and I even want now that we have been asking for, but they're not the desire of God. Have we really sought, sought out his will? So to be in harmony or in step in this place with Christ we're going to have to walk in this place. Let somebody tell somebody, get in sync. Get in sync. <laughs> so that's that place we're going to have to come to be, create this harmony. Again, it's kind of like this because I keep going back to those praises. 
Can you imagine, Brother Billy, what it would be like if, if, you know, if maybe they let you and I harmonize and you're laughing already. <laughs> you imagine what it would have sound like if we'd have tried to do it? I uh, can imagine, yes. Imagine it. Probably would have been good on Billy's part, but then I would have hit some notes. Billy would have been looking at me like this. And you'd have been hearing something that just wasn't right because they were contrary one to another. It wasn't in sync. God's calling us to find out his will. It's his heart, Amen. not yours. Amen. God wants you to find his heart, his character. So even in my responses to things today, they're going to have to show forth and reflect that others could see not me, but see the spirit of God in me. Amen. It's like, can I tell you? We're supposed to be changing. Again, like this. They throw this out there. Everybody wants to come back to church. They keep saying, when are we coming back? Most of them weren't coming anyway. But they keep saying, when are we coming back? And glory to God. If, you know, like I said, the building's closed. But we, as a body of believers, should not be closed. But we should be hearing what the Spirit of God is calling us to. And I believe that right now, more than any other time, we should be sensitive to the Spirit. What I found out, this is just free, many pastors were tired before this came in. There were many people that were in a place of burnout. Many people that were placed that in their spiritual life were ready to quit because of different, various different things. I believe God has given you a chance to reconnect, to realign, to come to a place to seek his face. Let's call it this. Let's consecrate. Let's find the will of God, but let's consecrate ourselves. Before we come together, let's consecrate ourselves that the Spirit of God might minister on the inner part. I believe that it's like this. The will of God. He calls us as a body of believers to work one with another. Can I just say this? I know I'm kind of rambling, if you will, but I want to say this to you. To be in this place... If you go back, if you have siblings, if you remember your parents gave you these orders, they gave you specific orders about the house. We got to clean the house. Our, our dad used to say it like this. We, we got to get this house together. You know, he's given us this thing about cleaning up. We, and I love the way he said we, that we were collectively to work together. But there were assigned jobs. And each of us were assigned a specific task. What I found out, is that if we all work to do the thing that God has given us specifically, we'll find sooner or later, whatever he's calling us to do, it collectively will be done. We have been so, how you say, focused on what you're doing that I haven't seen what I've been called to do. Let's get the will of God. Let's, let's search out God's will right now. What is it God desires for me? What does God want me to do during this moment in time? How do I be in harmony or in step with the Spirit? How am I going to find that place? And can I tell you this? Collectively, it's great that when we come together because there's a sense of fellowship, but there's also a sense of purpose for you as an individual that God's calling for something in you to do something now. God wants to cause his character to rise in you. He wants to cause a change to come in you. Yes. I'm finding one of the things that I love is that we're always lifting our hands up as to the Lord. We want Christ. You know, it's kind of like, you ever seen a little child that's like this, that just wants you to pick them up? We always want the Lord to pick us up and carry us. And God says, yeah, but now it's time for you to reach out to somebody else. 
We don't want to reach out and touch. We just want to be in that place. Father, just use me. Just bless me. But using me means to touch somebody else's life. We want to get the will of God. There are people that don't know Christ as their personal Savior. There are people that are walking in a place. They're not in harmony or in sync with the Spirit of God. But you and I are called to a different place to cause the character of God to rise in us. Well, it means some things that you and I are going to have to change. Your demeanor, your attitude, your character, <laughs> your decisions, your desires are going to have to change. Yes. To come, to, how you say, to come in a line or in harmony or in sync with what the Spirit of God really desires. What's the heart of God? The second thing we talk about is purpose. When we look at purpose, we talk about I use the sense of saying your aims, your goals, the, the intent. You know, can I tell you this? God speaks in his word. And he tells us what his purpose for each of our lives. He, he has called us to a place that he wants us to succeed. He wants us to prosper. He wants specific things for us. But even in that that he's calling for, it's all call it, calling us to a place. How do we enrich the body of Christ? How do we touch others that don't know Christ? Yeah. Somebody has to see Jesus here in the earth realm, but they're only going to see him if they see them through us. What is the aim of God? What is God really getting us to target? You know, we, we see over in the word of God where it brings out that says that we are to seek those things that are above and not those things, you know, seek the, the heavenly realms and not the earthly realm. It's like we're called to this place that we're supposed to target, see the target, and the target really is Christ. And it's a higher sense of value, a higher sense of purpose. But we've been seeking something that hasn't come or measured up. We keep coming to that place that was all about what we want. What is the aim of God? Remember, his will, his purpose. What is God's purpose? And can I say it? Because when we talk about purpose, a lot of times we keep focusing. And, and, and watch this word. There's certain pronouns. You know, um, mine, you know, my, there's, there's some pronouns we get sometimes. It's kind of like, even when we start talking about our purpose, we hear the word my, my ministry. What is, what is this? It's all about me. And that's not what God's calling us to. God's calling us to reach one another, reach out and touch somebody. So it's not just about me, but how does he individually want to use you to touch somebody else's life? Purpose, the intent. What's the intent of God? You know, when we talk about the intent or the purpose of God, what was God's original and purpose for mankind? He called us to worship him. He called us to worship him. Well, how do we worship God? How we're going to worship God is coming to the place to find out collectively and individually what he called me to do. How does that come forth? How does that ring true? How does someone see that? Well, can I tell you this? You know, we made a joke earlier. You know, imagine what it's like to be in a grocery store and the Lord purpose that you might speak to somebody else. God's caused somebody else to be touched. You know, I want to tell you, sometimes I, I, I make a little uh, joke and I say, you know what? God will give me something. I'll call someone. You, you know, I don't know about you, but, but for me, what happens is like this, is that sometimes the Holy Ghost uh, will speak to me to call somebody. Mm -hmm. 
Now, now, just usually when he wants me to talk to somebody or call somebody, it's usually at a time when I don't want to talk to anybody. It's usually at a point in time when I'd rather just be with myself. And he says, I want you to reach out. I want you to call so-and-so. Or he, he, he lays it on your heart. You ever got that where he says, I want you to pray for somebody? What's the intent, the goal of God? It's bigger than you. God always wants to reach further than what yes. you and I could ever imagine. Yes. He wants to touch the lives of people. Yes. He wants someone to see Christ here on earth. And then can I say this? It's greater for you than what you know. Tell somebody, listen, listen. God has something in store. God has something in store for you. What he's really bringing forth in this hour, what he's really bringing forth in this hour for you is to hear it like never before. Yes. Now, I love it when I walk into a room and you can tell the people have really been praying. Prophetically, it moves you. Prophetically, it moves you. And say, I love the fact that they were praying, but I know it's stirring up the gift that's inside. It causes that gift to be activated. And suddenly you find yourself flowing, giving. Can I tell you this? A lot of folks are still looking for a revival and God's just calling you to a place. He wants you to continually to walk. It is his intent that you walk in him at all times. Yes. Imagine what it would be like if we were always in the spirit. Yes. Yes. And not letting the flesh have his way. Yeah. I'm going to have a flesh day. Uh. <laughs> I ain't doing nothing. <laughs> but the Holy Ghost really wants to use you and I for his glory. And it means getting beyond me. What's the intent? What's the aim of God? It's not about you, but what God wants to do in and through you. He wants, he calls it to this place that men and women would see the good works that you do. And it causes them to glorify the Father. Wow. So we're looking at his purpose. It's talking about his purpose. It's his aim. It's his goal. It's his intent. It's like God wants to see, for you to see this thing is bigger than you are. Can I tell you this? God wants to bless you. Someone said, well, I need to hear that. I need to be blessed. <laughs> the thing about it and understanding it is that God never just said, I just want to bless you. But the way God blesses, the way God blesses, it's kind of like this. You know, he always shows me this, this, these scenes. You know, I hate war movies, but I got to admit, you know, it all goes. And so he showed me these war movies. Now, you know, I like Westerns, but war movies. Anyway, <laughs> I see the bombs going off and he shows me this is like my blessings. I said, well, what do you mean? He says, this is like the blessings. The blessings, it's just like literally like a mine going off. It hits and it explodes. Well, there's that, that central place where that bomb exploded. You can see it. It's just got a big indentation where it just blew up and it caused all these things to happen. He said, but what really goes for that people might really see it and understand it is that people get blessed. It's beyond the sense of this one area that you see, but it's, it's how it spreads. And God says, if we can understand what he's calling for, the intent of God, he may use you. He wants to bless you that you can be a blessing. God has placed things in your spirit and your heart that it's not only going to affect the change in you, but it's going to touch somebody else. Yeah, you imagine you got all these gifts and you just want to keep them to yourself. I just want to be blessed. God just blessed me. Just give me more. But you're not doing anything with what you got. You know, you imagine again, I keep going back to those praise singers and I love it. Love to hear you sing. But can you imagine just having that beautiful voice and just 
just singing in the shower. Nobody gets to hear it but just you. But God wants to use it. I told you, just to me, hearing the word of God coming forth in song moved me spiritually. Can you imagine what it's like, whatever you've got? And here's the thing about it. Whatever you've got, God has given you. You may not see everything that you have because you're not using what you got. And you're looking at somebody else in terms of what they have. Okay, let me get back on court. It's the intent, the purpose, or the heart of God that we're looking for. What does God really want? How do I be in harmony with the Spirit? It's like me finding out that place. What is the heart of God? What is God's, what is God's intended purpose? You ever thought about that? You ever walk into a room? You know, we're here this morning. God, what is your intended purpose? And someone said, well, wait, we're just here to hear the word. If you're listening and you're hearing a word, God intends for you to do something with the word that's coming forth. God never intends for his word to come and become a place that it does nothing. So he says, my word, when he sends his word, he says it will do or fulfill its intended purpose. Mm -hmm. He said, my word will not return to me void. That means being empty. It means that God says, when I send this word, it's not just going to be, you know, something that's bland, something that doesn't have anything to it. He says, when I send my word, it's purposeful. When I send my word, it has an intended effect. My word is meant to do something in you. So when you hear it, it's not just meant for you to say, oh, well, we went to church today. You're, you're supposed to hear something that moves and validates something on the inside that stirs you in such a way that it changes things within. The word is supposed to cause us to come into a new place. So I got to find out what's the purpose of God. So it's like if I'm hearing God, if I'm in a place, what am I here for? What am I here for? You know, you ever walked into a room and recognized, okay, something's happening. It's not by coincidence. God intends to do something and you're the one he wants to use to get it done. You're the conduit. You're the vehicle that God's going to use. So God's purpose, sometimes we miss it. Because we're not sitting in that place to say, Father, how do I be in harmony with you? You came in here today, but it's like, what are you, what am I here for? If you're sitting and you're listening, it's not just a matter of, oh, this is what we normally do. God intends for you to obtain something. What do I do with it afterwards? It's God, God's aiming for something that's bigger than we are. Thirdly, <coughs> thirdly, excuse me, his thought, it's like, you ever, you ever realize that the word talks about, let this mind that's in Christ, let it also be in me? Yes. I don't know about you, but he even calls us to this place that we can understand. And I, I say, I don't know about you, but my thoughts, you know, um, I got to be real. I think about a lot of things. You know, uh, I think about a lot of things. I'm not going to let you in on some of my thoughts because they're, they're not always for you to have. You know, you might try to run with them. Um <laughs> But the thing of it is, he says, his thoughts are higher yes. than our thoughts. Mm-hmm. Really what God is bringing us to this place to have the mind of God is like, you know, we, we came up with what we call a, a slogan or the people came up with a slogan some years ago. What would Jesus do? Yes. It's really talking about the mind, the purpose, the character of God. What would Jesus do? How would God respond to this place? How would God do in this place? Remember, we're always at this place. The spirit and the flesh are contrary one to another. They're never going to agree. 
They're never going to agree. One's going to rule out over the other. Can you imagine the mind of Christ? Yeah, let's just speak the mind of Christ. You ever been in prayer and the Holy Ghost begins to speak? Or you're sitting, we said this before, you're sitting and the Holy Ghost begins to speak into you. And the moment he speaks, because a lot of people say, I, I want to hear God. I want to hear God. And then when he speaks, they just said, that, that's just my thoughts. Just think like you had a good thought. Glory to God. <laughs> you know, let's just be real. We're just not that kind of people. And so when God gives us a thought, sometimes, you know, instead of us saying the spirit of God gave us, you know, some, for some people it says, I had a God thought. Well, the thing about it, usually when God speaks, we're in a place of like, uh, is that God or is that me? It's like you're weighing. You ever weighed it out? Is it God? Is it me? And usually if it's something good and it, it's not, not you going to benefit from it, it's usually God. Because <laughs> if, it's, if it's my mind, if it's my mind, it's kind of like, can I just be real with you? My thoughts go like this here. You know, um, I tell people I'm not competitive, but there are times that I am. And so I, I'll just be honest. I, I've played Uno with my granddaughter. You know, Monopoly, don't be offended, but Monopoly, when I play Monopoly with her, she, you know, um, when I play Monopoly with them, I try to lose within the first 10 minutes. I hate when it can take too long. <laughs> but Uno, when I play Uno with them, I, I don't like to play cards because I'm not a move that deck. And so I take those cards and move them. I don't care if you, if you, hey, just go ahead. You cut the deck. But once you cut the deck, I still don't got the cards. My deal. Boy, let me tell you, everything's like this. Skip, reverse, draw four. <laughs> draw two. Everything's like that. And then I get to that place, uno, draw four. <laughs> they never get a chance. That's just how my mind will operate in terms of it's going to benefit me. It's not going to benefit you. Can I tell you this? When the Spirit of God really speaks, it's not going to benefit you. You may look like you're losing, but in the end, you're going to win if you allow the harmony of the Spirit to come through. God wants to change your thinking, realign your mindset. He wants to cause you to see some things. Can you imagine this? God wants to cause heaven to come in alignment here in the earth realm. I know I'm talking crazy, but you imagine what it's like when Jesus walked in the earth and Jesus was causing heavenly things to happen in the earthly realm. God really wants us in the place that our thoughts come into a place whereby we begin to think as Christ would think. Amen. I can only imagine what was happening when Peter was in that place when he seen Jesus walking on the water. Anybody with me today? Can you imagine for a second? Man, I might have been like Peter for a second. And I said, Jesus, let me walk with, that's you? Jesus, if that's really you, then bid me to come out there. I don't think I even came. I'll just be real. I, my mind says like this here. Jesus, if that's you, you keep walking on the water. <laughs> Peter steps out. Peter steps out on the water. You ever thought about this? You ever thought about this? Peter steps out on the water. <coughs> and what I love, Peter steps out on the water. He begins to walk. But then we see something else that happened. 
And then just let me just kind of digress in, in the sense of this probably just me thinking, my thoughts. Peter had got in harmony with the Spirit when he agreed with God that he could walk on water. He started walking on the water because he was in harmony or in step, in tune, aligned with the Spirit, but something happened. At some point, there was a discord. At some point, there was something where the flesh came in, and I believe his mind rose up. His thinking came into factor. And when his thinking came in, he simply said, we can't do this. This is not something that you do. Wow. Remember, God's thoughts are higher. And, and you know, we're, we're, can I just be real? I'm sure in his mind he was thinking, well, how do you walk? How is it possible for man to even walk on water? That's not even, that's not even something that we do. That goes against the laws of nature. In fact, that's against the law of gravity. There's something not right with this. Peter, immediately when he got in his place, out of the spirit, into the flesh, contrary one to another, he began to sink. I want to tell you, your thinking is causing many of you to sink today. What changed? The one thing I love about Peter, he didn't stay in that disposition. You know, I'd make you laugh because I was telling somebody I almost drowned in my living room the other day. But <laughs> I want to tell you like this, Peter didn't stay in his place very long but he cried out to Christ. I want to tell you, some of you are sinking where you're at right now because of your thinking. Your thought processing is not in line with what God wants to do. What he's saying concerning you is bigger than you are. To be in harmony with the Spirit is going to mean that the mind of Christ must perfect you to trust what he's saying. That's wow. God wants to do some things that are bigger than you. I want to tell you, I feel it by the Spirit. He's saying, listen to me. Children, I want to take you higher. There's so much that I desire for you. There's so much more I want to do for you. So much more I want to give into you. But I need you to trust me today. And many of us are saying, God, how do we trust you? I don't see how it's going to happen. I can't see how things will move from one place to the next. And he's simply saying, it's in me, not in you. Your mind, your thoughts must come in alignment or agreement with me. Somebody say harmonize with the spirit. <laughs> you imagine your thinking, your thinking and God's thinking have parted ways. And you know the word. Glory to God. You know so much about the word. But your thinking and God's thinking have just parted. And God's trying to call you back to a place that you can align with him. I don't know if this makes sense yet. <laughs> But it's like this place, he says, listen, he says, I want to take you to the place that even your affections are on things above and not on things of this earth. I want you to be embedded in your mind in terms of seeing what I desire for you. Wow. It's like God wants to take you over and above a place that you've been. But it's even your way of thinking has caused you to collide with the spirit. See. One thing I learned, I was listening to the Holy Ghost said the other day, I heard somebody as they talked and the Holy Spirit simply said this. He said, people think that they've got to do more. Some of you think I need to pray more. Some things that I need to fast more. What you need to do is listen to the Spirit. 
Wait, 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 don't miss it. I'm not telling you don't fast. I'm not telling you don't pray. But there's timings. There's the timing of the Lord. If you can ultimately get into the place just to hear God, there's some things that you're going to find. It's like, you ever feel like you just need more? Just need more? Want more? And we think that we need more. And if you listen to the Holy Ghost, I keep telling people, if you listen to the Holy Ghost, he's going to tell you, it's not, he, he's not going to give you a formula for more. He's going to tell you to use what you already have. In most cases, you have never utilized what you have, but you want more. You know, it's kind of like this. You know, there's a, a party that's coming up. You just got a party dress, and you wore that party dress one time. You just got an outfit. You just wore it the one time. But there's this new thing event coming up. But you don't. You you got an outfit you could wear, but you don't want to wear that outfit because five people were at the previous party. So I need a new outfit. What you really need to do is use what you got. <laughs> That's just, just our mindset. The Holy Ghost wants you to know you don't have to work harder, work more, do more. Just use what you got. Well, what, why do you say use what you got? Can I tell you, your God, the God that you serve is bigger than you are. All you need to be is in him. If God in you, if got the same power that resonated in Christ from the beginning, that, you know, the same power that rose Christ from the dead is the power that operates in every believer. Yes. I don't know if I'm making sense to you, but our thought processing has got to gear up. It has to change. It must elevate. I, can I tell you, you got to promote your thinking, not the way you're not to say I, I got to think in the sense of trying to be like or motivate or do something to myself. But I want to tell you that it's the spirit of God that must change or you must change by the spirit. Hearing what God said, receiving it, and acting according. Most people were saying, God, I need something else. You haven't used the last thing you gave. What's the new word? God, you got a word? I get that all the time. Is there, is there a word from the Lord? <laughs> yeah. It's the same one you got 15 minutes ago and you haven't done anything with. <laughs> we're listening to the Spirit, but we're not doing anything. It's like we're, we're, we're asking for something, but what are you doing with what you got? What's the thought processing of God? The mind of Christ wants to take you higher. He wants to elevate you. Can I tell you in this time, in this season, can I, can I just say this to you? God will have you speak. Yeah. I've been out in my yard sometimes and just speak, speak to the elements. Now, from, from the, the natural sense, it just doesn't, you out there, somebody look at me and say, you, you out there talking to yourself? Can I tell you this? Have you ever looked at yourself prayer when you're praying? Have you ever, if, if you like me, have you been walking the streets praying? You, you've been, any of you been exercising and walking and praying? And why are you praying? Somebody's looking and saying, look at him. Just walking on there. There's another nut. <laughs> Just walking, talking to themselves. Nobody can see the God that you're serving. But you can see that we serve a living God. I'm telling you, God wants to elevate your thought processing. He may call you just to speak and call some things to come into existence. You may be speaking that, see, see that's what I'm saying. We got to get the thought processing of God because he's calling you to speak some things that have not been. He's going to cause you to do something or say or do something that you never would have done 
in the natural, because the natural mind says it can't be. By the spirit, spirit and the flesh will never agree. So that soul realm, that mental, that intellect, you know your intellect will get in the way of what God wants to do? I don't know if I'm in the right house yet. Maybe it's you. Tell somebody this one, this, you know, you know, this way you do in church, you know, back in the day, I'd hear the preacher, preacher talking, and I'd just hunt somebody and tell them, that's for you. I used to tell my wife a lot, that, that one was for you. <laughs> I, I think a lot of times that's what we're doing. We're telling somebody else, that's for you. Well, I want to tell you today, the Lord wants to elevate your thinking. That's for you. And that's for me too. God wants to take us to a new place just in the things he wants to speak. We want to get the mind of Christ. Do you know Jesus spoke to trees? <laughs> Jesus spoke to the waves and the wind. Jesus did some things that we just we look at it and say, wow. But I want to tell you, he knew something that he's calling us to. He's calling us to speak some things into existence. But you must hear what the Spirit of God is saying. I don't know if that makes sense. His thoughts. His thoughts. It's, it's let us, let this mind that's in Christ, let it also be in you. I want to tell you, you may be in a house full of people and the Holy Spirit says it's time to pray. He says, I want you, imagine this, people being in your house and the Holy Ghost says, I want you to pray. He just said, I didn't, he's not calling everybody else to pray. He's just calling you. So he says, I'm calling you to pray. So when he calls you to the place of prayer, so when he calls you to the place of prayer, he may tell you to leave everybody else just to go pray. It's the mind of Christ. Can you imagine being on the road and the Holy Spirit says, pull over. I, I, now is the time I want to speak. God will do some things that intellectually, they don't match up with what you think. So tell somebody, I need the mind or the thought of Christ. I don't know if this is making sense. And then and the fourth point that we brought in, and I'm just, just trying to bring them just a little step further. It's his actions or the operation. Can I tell you, the administration of God is different. The way he operates is different from the way you and I operate. The way I do things may not be necessarily the way you do them. But God's called us to a point or to a place, and I keep hearing this, I keep hearing this. I've been looking and I've been writing some things that come out of Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33, where he tells us to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all these things will be added unto us. The thing that God's been showing me is that I've been trying to get my people to understand how I operate. I've been trying to get people to understand how my government operates. I've been trying to get my people to understand how to walk in this kingdom or this realm, how to bring that kingdom or the realm of God here on earth. We have been focused in the natural and we're missing the operations or the plan of God. How does God plan to operate in this midst of these things? How does God want to move in the midst of this place? I'm telling you, I don't know, but we got to get in sync. We got to get in harmony. We got to get in this place that by the spirit, you and I can come to this place that we're going to submit ourselves that we might walk in step and in line with the spirit of God. Can I tell you like this? Many of us are not in step. 
We're not in tune. We're not in alignment. We're, we're out of that place. We're out without even realizing it. We're not in the place that the Spirit of God wants. We're not operating the way God wants. What's his, what's his plan? What's his plan? How does God want us to respond to what's going on? How does God want the sense of activity? You ever consider that the Holy Ghost has greater things going on than what you and I can see? It's, it's greater. And when I look in the word, when I look in the word and then even into a, a, a sense of experience, some things that I've experienced by the spirit, I want to tell you, God has shown me some things that for me in the natural, I would never have tried to do had I not seen God showing me this is the place or the thing to do. Now, let me just, just be real with you. I'm this guy, when I think about it, and I, I'm sure I'm not the only one, but um, my family would probably tell you that I was probably the least one that they would ever have believed that we called into ministry, not because I was such a bad person. That's not me, guys. I'm, I'm the good one. See that? Halo. <laughs> but but I, I was the guy that, that's on the other side that would be considered the shy, the quiet, the passive one. The last thing you could see is me trying to sit or stand before people to speak. So it goes against the grain. It goes against the nature of me. It goes against the sense of my flesh. My spirit, man, says speak and speak boldly. My flesh says let's get to the back as soon as possible. Well, when we start to understand whatever God's called you to, it may not be what you were thinking. God's plans, God's intent. God's heart, the operation, how he wants to deal, even with you. Can I tell you how God wants to use you and cause you to operate may be different from what you and I are called, what we're thinking. And so this is, I don't know if this is making sense to anybody, but this is the place that God is calling us to. How do we see it? How do we see it? Is anybody listening today? Is anybody listening by the Spirit? So he's calling us to this place. Now watch this. Watch this. He even tells us in verse 18, if you're guided or led by the Holy Spirit, you're not subject to the law. God is really calling you to the place that he wants you to be led by the Spirit. And let me just, just, just kind of go back for a second, and I'm going to try to tie this up and get out. Can I say this to you? I remember a time in life, I don't know why or what it was the purpose, but I remember some individuals that had got into what they call uh, some kind of marching band. It wasn't a band, but they were just steppers. Excuse me, they were steppers. And these steppers, I watched them as they walked, and they were all in sync. They had these little gyrations that they did, all this stuff they were doing, you know, but they were steppers. And... I could see them as they begin to learn their steps, how in the beginning it was difficult for some to catch the steps. You know, you're walking and you're doing all these things. Well, it's hard to follow if you don't really know. And I want to tell you this, some of us are in this position by the Spirit. God's calling you to follow, but what you keep trying to do is lead your own by your own way. I say it like that. You're trying to still do it your way, trying to do things your way. And God's calling you to the place he says, I want to lead you. I know this may not make sense to a whole lot of people, 
But anybody want to be in harmony with the Spirit? If you want to be in harmony with the Spirit, it's about taking the flesh. Can you imagine the flesh? That's, that's this stuff, man. It's, but really to see the flesh, it really flesh comes out where you begin to see. The flesh comes out where you can say your desires, your intentions, your character, your heart. That's really where the flesh starts to show itself because it rises up and it says to it to you, this is what I want. We use the word sensual, but when you say sensual, it doesn't mean the sense of just uh, a sexual attraction. But sensual is in the sense of our own desires, the only the things that we lust for or we want. And so let me tell you something. Some of the things that you want may come from places like pennies or Target. You know, some of the things that you want are just things. They don't have to be the things in terms of what goes in a house or in a car. It's just the things that I want. And so you start to see the flesh. The flesh rises up in terms of what it wants, in terms of what the flesh values. But I want to tell you what God is calling you to is a spiritual place to walk and step with him. And to walk and step with God, you may not have learned all the different moves yet. But I want to tell you, he's going to show you step by step. You ever seen those intricate dances where they show you, instead of trying to just take the whole dance, you start to learn the steps. This move, then that move. Man, the Holy Ghost wants to show you how to walk so that you can walk and step with him. He wants to show you how you can be in harmony with him. Amen. You don't have to try to do this yourself. He wants to show you how to do it. Can I tell you this, though? It is where you're going to. The old nature and the new nature are constantly going to be at war with one another. Yes. The old nature, let's just call it that old flesh nature, will constantly rise up and say, hey, let's do what we used to do. You know, there's some things, and let me tell you something. I, I've seen some pictures. I've seen some pictures, glory to God. And, and, and I want to tell you, when I look at the pictures and I know, man, you know, my hair used to be different. Woo, glory to God. I used to have one. Had it all the way down like this. You know, it just, and, and that guy and this guy, I, I can't even imagine what it would be like for me sitting before you right there with my hair like this. Glory to God. I can't imagine what it would be like. But you know what? It wasn't the hair. It was the attitude. It was the character then. That flesh nature had to change, and now there's a spiritual nature. There's not, now, that doesn't mean that I can't have long hair. I just don't want it, guys. But I'm saying there's something that changed in my whole overall attitude. It's by the Spirit he began to change things within me. Some things I fought in. You know, some things I had to begin to yield or surrender to. God, help me. I don't know about you. Let me say this. I had what was called an attitude. I threw temper tantrums. I know you don't do those. I had a short fuse. Quick temper. Now, I want to tell you, I can still get upset, but no one, you can't even imagine the difference between then and now. Amen. Because the Holy Ghost keeps bringing you into a place. Yes. Even now, I get upset at some things, but you don't get to know it because he says, be still and know that I'm God. Sometimes I've been telling the Lord, I don't like this. He says, be still. You don't know the intent. The aim, the goal, that's far greater than what you can see. Can I tell you to submit, to surrender to the Holy Ghost? It's a whole lot more, whole much better for me than doing what I want. The flesh, you know, 
The flesh, I'm going to tell you something. And just, just get crazy with it. Anybody ever played ball? Yeah, just kind of show you. The flesh, let's call the flesh. You know, back when I was young, play, younger, playing ball, there was things I could do. But now my mind tells me I can do that, but my body surely lets me know you cannot do it. I want to tell you, by the Spirit, there's some things you're going to have to surrender whether you want to or not, if you want to grow, if you want to mature, if you're hearing this, don't walk away from that place the same way that you sat down in. Don't come out of this position the same way you came. Holy Ghost wants to do it is the purpose, the intent of God to change your life that you can change somebody else. Whew. Can I tell you? It should be from day to day he called us to go from glory to glory. So something should be happening every day. If Christians are standing still, if they telling you I'm just marking time, something's wrong. Our growth is stunted if we're just standing still and not doing what God's called. Somehow I should be changing, evolving, moving forward. I press toward the mark to press I press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of God. I'm telling you today, God's calling you to a higher place. It's promotion, but you're only going to get promoted if you keep pressing. You can't stay where you're at. Glory to God. Remember, you got the new outfit, but if you just stay in the mirror looking at yourself, you'll never get out. God's calling you to stop primping in front of the mirror so that you can get out and be used for his glory. Someone said, well, now you tell him to get out. No, I'm not telling you to get out. Stay in till he says it's time to go. Keep pressing in. Glory to God. This is a great time in the spirit because God's calling you to a higher place in him. It's to get the mind of Christ. I'm telling you before this time is over, don't walk away from where you're at. Don't leave the place that you're in. But I want to tell you, tell, tell somebody, man, I want to be in harmony with the spirit. Isn't it? I want to be in harmony with the Spirit. I don't care if you can't sing, you will be able to sing in the Spirit. By the Spirit, you will be elevated. Because God sees your worship, that's your life, in form. And when you're walking in the place that the administration of the Holy Ghost is working and operating in you, it means that you become a sweet-smelling Savior to his nostrils. God's calling you to another place in him. Deeper depth. Higher heights like never before. Does it make sense to anybody? Glory to God. This is the place. If you want it, if you want it, it's in this season. It's in this time. It's now I want to be in harmony or in sync with the spirit. Tell somebody I got to listen to what God is saying. Maybe some things that you have to let go. Get out. Get rid of. Attitudes. Oh. Man, tell somebody we don't get to say the same. We're going to have to change. We're going to have to change. And you know, like I told you, I can't focus on you. I'm going to focus on me. So there's some things I got to get rid of. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. So let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. If you're hearing this word, and this is really making sense to you, and I want to tell you, if you want to walk in harmony with the Spirit, if you want to walk in harmony with the Spirit, it's going to be about submission. It's going to be about you submitting to the Spirit of God. 
about you letting go and allowing the Holy Ghost to have his way. Let God have it. Whatever it is, whatever he says, whatever he tells you to do. If you end up in your backyard praying, if you've been in your backyard praising, if you call it up some people say, hey, forgive me for my attitude, my acts of the past, whatever it is, listen to the Holy Ghost. He wants to do something that's going to promote you and elevate you. Let's pray. Will you, will you pray with me this morning? Glory to God. If you're there, and I'm just crazy enough to believe that if you reach out and we're touching, we're touching like our covenant. You know, it's like a covenant between you and me and the Lord that he's going to move in the midst of our life. He already said his word will not return to him void. And so, Father, I thank you in advance for what you're doing for your people. And those that are hearing this word, I thank you for change that comes forth. I thank you for hearts and minds that desire to see the Spirit of God operate and move in them. I thank you, Lord, for those things that you've been saying whereby we can see how to walk in harmony with the Spirit. And so, Father, I thank you that right now that every place in us that has not been in alignment, that you cause it by the Spirit to bring first the conviction of the Holy Ghost to show us the areas of our heart and our minds, our lives that are not in compliance with you. And Lord, when we see those places, that we will submit and surrender. Tell somebody, I see what's in me, and God's calling me to surrender. The issues of my heart, God, I'm letting go that you can have your way in me. God wants to use me, and as I surrender, he's going to promote me to a new place in him. It's by the Spirit today, folks. I'm telling you, as you allow the Spirit of God to do this, it's done in Jesus' name. Say, so you go with God, it's done in Jesus' name. If God is building top quality faith in your life through this ministry, we pray that you will partner with us by giving. You can visit our website, tqfm.org. Also, remember to subscribe for more messages like this.